I'm Kevin Jones. And I'm Chris Moore. And we started the homos on Haunted Hill so that we can throw a party. A horror film party. <laughs> It'll be quite amusing. There'll be madmen and chainsaws and ghosts and perhaps even a few murders. You're all invited. Joy to the world, I'm gonna steal your baby. I don't know. I don't know how to start this one. This one's tough. <laughs> Happy holidays. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's... <laughs> Give someone the gift of baby theft this year. Yeah, yeah, that's what all anyone really wants, right? I don't want a lot for Christmas. <laughs> Just your baby in your womb. And, uh... <laughs> Yeah, what else is new? You know, it's it's week three of our Homo for the Holidays month. You know? mm-hmm. uh, so grab your Christmas trees and your poppers. I don't know. Poppers, don't... poppers, <laughs> scissors, scissors, scissors. Um, Eggnog a... and poppers. It's a it's... winning combination. <laughs> that sounds horrible. That sounds terrible. I, I mean, I've never had poppers, but I've also never had eggnog. So it would be a new experience That's, all around. That is like the, that sounds like the biggest headache in the world I, I that sounds horrible i'm good <laughs> yeah. oh i will abstain from that this year yeah. but if you yeah. want to y'all do you so if if that's y'all's christmas tradition then who am i to stop you uh, yeah i mean i'm not gonna harsh your buzz here that's not what we're no. here to do on this podcast anyway you know yeah. also i've been thinking a lot about like our our branding recently so y'all if you want to let us know brand? what our branding is that'd be great because i don't know what our branding is we're, we're we just we just br- like to talk and you know we have to find nice. a brand oh damn it i don't know i don't know what is this kmart i don't have time for this yeah i don't blue light God. special please i don't um, understand now that we're like on patreon and loose we have our, fit our, i don't know our, yeah, okay. loose. <laughs> <laughs> i'm more of a boot cut really but you know. <laughs> Now that we're on Patreon and we're part of the, the corporate structure and we work for the man, right? And, oh, my God. Know, or the we woman. We are so elitist. Yeah. Oh. So join us on Patreon is, is what we're yes, trying to say. Please. <laughs> <laughs> we will appreciate whatever we get. Yeah. Yeah. Any little bit. Every little bit helps. Uh, what else is going on? I mean, Hocus Pocus 2 has been greenlit for the 50th time. Uh, we'll Apparently. <laughs> there, that has had more false starts than any anything I can think of in my life. Yeah. It's like I've heard about it for years, and everyone's like, "Oh, Bet wants to do it," but Sarah Jessica Parker's still doing Sex in the City, mm-hmm, and then it's mm-hmm. like, "Well, Bet doesn't want to do it now," but Sarah Jessica Parker said she 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 would this whole yeah. time. Kathy Najimy's just been like, "What about me, guys? Yeah. <laughs> I want to do it now." I guess they're actually doing it, but I don't. I I'm not optimistic because I'm scared it's just gonna fall through again. Yeah, and with it being at Disney Plus, I'm like, I don't know. Like, we'll see. Yeah. Because they, not that the original was, like, super edgy, but there was a little bit of edge for a kid's movie. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, they're out there, like, killing kids and yeah, uh, some humor that's a little slightly risque, like that bus mm-hmm. joke of, like, <sighs> you know, I, it might take me a couple times, but I can find you. It's, <laughs> whatever it is, you know, we're about, like, getting them pregnant, essentially. And oh, yeah. We'll see. I'll believe it when it happens, like you said, but yeah. I don't know. Um, and there's also Sister Act 3. Right. Back in the habit again, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> How are they going to get her into the habit this time? That's what I want to know. Because the last time it didn't quite work out in the smoothest of ways. 
No, we were just talking about that. So, how they, yeah. I, we couldn't remember like the setup for the second one. Listeners, yeah. feel free to let us know. I know it's like yeah. she's not a nun anymore, but then there's this inner city school, so they need her to come back and teach for that. Apparently, ostensibly, I don't. Yeah, I mean, why can't you just leave her alone? Like she's yeah. done enough. She, you know, she did her job. Okay. So what the hell is it going to take to get her back now that she's pushing seventy? That's what I would mm-hmm. like to know. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming Maggie Smith will be dead. <laughs> R.I.P. Because <laughs> they don't want to pay for her to fly in from England, I guess. Yeah, it's going to start at her, her funeral, and that's going to be yeah. a whole setup for everything. <laughs> They're meeting there and reminiscing. and <laughs> There could be like a choir performance. Yes. And that's <gasps> what they need because they need her to come back to join them in the choir to, yes. send, to send her off in the best way. Well, her will stipulated that she wanted to have one final performance of them. So that's why they brought yes. them back to, to, to put on this one performance. And, of course, as they're doing it, they remember the good times and reminisce. And there will be lots of, like, Golden Girls, very special episode-style flashbacks of mm-hmm. moments from parts one and two so that they can, like, pad the film out a bit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, remember there when. There you go. Sold. <laughs> Remember when she really hated you at first, but then you just warmed her heart. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I hope the habit still fits. Really sad. If the habit fits, wear it. That's gonna be the tagline, isn't there it? There we go. <laughs> it's better than some Sister taglines Act I've read. Okay. Three. If the habit fits. I mean, there's plenty of double entendres with the with habit, right? You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Don't get you in the habit of putting you can't on the break habit or... this habit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some habits can't be broken. There we that's uh. there's there that's the right one. There we go. <laughs> this is no time uh. to kick a bad habit. There we go. <laughs> Maybe so she's a drug addict at this point. I don't know. <gasps> oh, dark and gritty. I like it. <laughs> on Disney Plus or whatever it's gonna be on. <laughs> they have to rescue her because she's a homeless crackhead now and they're like i remember you sister mary clarence what are you doing in our homeless shelter that you helped build from scratch like, rescue me i want you to i'm a drug addict yes i am oh it's just like a full-fledged musical this time that's all i want well, and the, the original okay was, had all these, like, 60s numbers, so maybe this one's going to mm-hmm. have all these, like, 90s numbers, and it's going to be, like, Britney Spears and oh my God. Uh, Backstreet Boys. I don't know. Oh, I would buy a ticket to that. I would, yeah, just take would some buy chances. A that's, that's all we're asking, you know? Disney Plus ticket or whatever. Yeah, whatever it is now nowadays. I don't know. I wouldn't pay for it for Mulan, but I'll pay for it for <laughs> Sister Act 3. <laughs> yeah, just take some chances. That's all we want with this Hocus yeah. Pocus and with... Sister Act. Don't be too mm-hmm. safe with it, you know, because those movies yeah. took at least a little bit of a chance back in the day yeah. and, uh, for mainstream films, and we'd like to see that. Because um, you have to remember your audience for these are now, like, in their 30s and yeah. up. So just remember that. And not all of us yeah. have kids, so we don't care. No. You know? <laughs> so that's the big news, I guess. I, I don't know. If there's any other horror news, news let us new. I mean, Alien, I guess, is getting a series on FX. So I, I, I don't know. We'll see how that goes. Whoopty fucking do. Yeah, and, and guess what? It's also owned by Disney because Disney owns fucking everything now, right? It's Ugh, shoot me in the face. Mm. Also, you might be wondering why we're just kind of spitting the spitting the breeze here. Is that, is that a phrase? I think so. Shooting the breeze. It is now. Spit, yeah. <laughs> spitting on the breeze. Uh, we don't really have a topic of the week this week, so we're just kind we of don't. talking. Our topic is not having a topic because we're super avant-garde like that right well what else have you watched anything recently i watched the prom on netflix Mm -hmm. a ryan murphy musical bonanza 
And, oh, Ryan uh, Murphy. Yeah, I was a little nervous. I wasn't very familiar with the show, so I kind of went in cold, and yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I was Good. very impressed. It was uh, it was fun and bouncy and had some nice little tunes, and everybody could actually sing. What a lovely relief. And, uh, <laughs> or a musical film, yes. Yeah, which it, it's kind of sad that I have to say, say that. Like, <laughs> right. oh, it's so yeah. nice that there's a musical where everyone can sing. <laughs> Disclaimer. Um, but it's not always a given in nope. Hollywood. So I was like, you know what? Y'all done good. And uh, it was just very fun, very moving, very fun. Funny. There's some moments that are a little bit, a little, a, a little too schmaltzy for my taste, but mm-hmm. I, I got over it, okay. and uh, I liked pretty much everything about it. Uh, it was really charming. I will check that out at some point here. I've been in kind of a musical mood, so that'd be good. Oh, good. I, mean, I think you'll en- enjoy it. I think what it reminded me of the most was like the movie version of hairspray that's kind of like the same tone okay yeah that's a fun one yeah yeah it kind of has that same kind of a kind of a vibe good good i've been on a legally blonde kick for some reason and uh i'm surprised they haven't greenlit a film for that yet you would think but they're doing a third legally blonde so i don't know oh god why (laughs) although it's written by mindy kaling and i like mindy kaling quite a bit so we'll see oh that's right that's right Uh, yeah i i just really remember the second one being one of the worst oh, things was... I've ever ever seen in my life. I I've I've been a little it. warmer on it in recent years since I've gone back and watched it. It's kind of just Mr. Smith goes to Washington, but like about a cosmetic no. company type thing, and it, it doesn't make any sense because in the end she mm-hmm. basically like ends up spoiler, but like outlawing animal testing across the whole country, and it's like, but that hasn't happened. <laughs> no um, lies. And Sally Field is there, and she's this, like, evil senator, and... That's pretty much all I remember. Yeah, it's just that yeah. Sally Field was in it and was playing, like, a bad gal. That's all yeah. I remember. The first one's perfect, anyway, so... Oh, I love the first one, yeah. It's so good. It's so good. My girlfriend barfed on a guy at the Blair Witch Project, and they dated for, like, three <laughs> weeks. It's What have I been watching? I don't, I don't know. A lot of, like, weird 90s cinema. I don't know. Uh, nothing particularly noteworthy. Um, I watched a film called Irma Veep, I think. Irma Veep about you know this woman who gets cast in this vampire a remake of Les Vampires and very abstract in one of those movies where the set starts to become the movie itself and everything is mirrored in that and mm. I guess it's supposed to be about like French cinema I, I don't know I, uh, interesting I watched a bunch of the Coen Brothers films that I hadn't seen that was kind of fun I finished up all oh. those uh, Fargo is still the best I mean duh Fargo uh, is shit yeah it's great it's wonderful um if folks are just wanting to jump in i would also recommend a serious man that's a really good kind of campy one and um oh brother where where art thou of course is super fun that was really big for a a moment there when it came out oh it's huge yeah Yeah. the soundtrack was everywhere too i always kind of kind of thought it was just where i lived because they actually shot it like close to where i live and so Mm I just thought it was like a kind of a southern thing, but it turns out a lot of people really like that movie that are not from the south. So I was like, oh, okay. So it's not just a regional thing. I kind of wrote it off for a while because of that. I was like, yeah. oh, it's like some like southern, you know, I just nothing I really had that yeah. too big of an interest because in, I didn't grow up in the south. But then I went right. back and rewatched it a couple years ago. And I was like, this is really enjoyable. It has this great kind of like mm-hmm. uh, Fantasia feel to it, where they're like it really plays up that whole kind of magic of the the southern gothic kind of. Mm-hmm. setting and everything and I, yeah i really liked it i hadn't seen miller's crossing before have you seen that one i haven't seen that one yet no. it was a first watch for me and it uh 
it was really good and not something I would because I don't really like gangster movies very much. And see, I that up, was my problem. I was like, eh, yeah, I'm kind of out, you know. I ended up liking it a lot more because there's this like queer love triangle that is sort of oh at the heart of it, which I was not expecting. So that was kind of interesting. Mm. Hudsucker Proxy is another really fun one. It's that's like, a fun one. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah, it's super fun. It has Jennifer Jason Lee and she's this really fast talking. Uh, lady and um, yeah, she's like uh, a Rosalind Russell kind of type. She's yeah, talking, yeah. talking like that. She's really yeah, slapstick. It's, it's really great. It's really great. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. It's really good. They do some pretty dangerous, dangerous shit. Yeah, it's like yeah. they do these movies. Like some, sometimes they're just really fucking crazy and off the wall, and then they go and do these yeah. like, really serious thrillers, like the uh, No Country for Old Men, which I, yeah. I don't love as much as some people. I don't want all the Oscars yeah, and shit. But... It's not my favorite of their work. Yeah. I, I think Blood Simple is better. quite good. Yeah, there's some, yeah, definitely a, just a big range of films. Hail Caesar, I watched that one for the first time, and it was it was kind of fun um, about like Hollywood and uh, communism, very uh, again satirical and over the top. And Channing Tatum does this like ridiculous tap dance, and it's it's pretty awesome actually. But uh, the westerns I don't really care about, like True Grit and the Ballad of Buster Shrugs that just came yeah, out. Those I'm like, eh. I I hate westerns so much. I'm sorry really boring. if I have any any fans out there but i just i can't do it that's why i haven't seen back to the future three i think i've talked about that right i i We've just talked can't about it anyway. yeah yeah i can't get into it because it would be it, i think people it would have a bigger following if the first two weren't like so good but the yeah third one is i don't know what are you gonna do and yeah. i've just never been able to actually watch it all the way through and one day that's yeah. gonna change but maybe yeah. not anytime soon that tends to be the issues with trilogies in general it seems like mm-hmm. At least the the ones that seem to last the longest. It's like the first one's good, and then the second one really builds on that and does some really interesting things and mixes things mm-hmm. up. And then the third one's always like meh. It's just yeah. Like, eh. What's that like, about? Yeah. I don't know. The Godfather, I guess, was kind of like that too, right? The, the yeah. second one was usually the one that people love the most, and then the third one was. Although they just released that recut yeah, version. There's like know. a new I version. I think yeah. it made Diane Keaton cry, but then again, what doesn't? <laughs> what I don't, doesn't? <laughs> Pants wearing, make Diane yeah, yeah. <laughs> wearing a dress. I don't know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> not putting on a hat before you go outside. Like what? What yeah, does it make yeah. you cry, Diane Keaton? I don't know. I don't know if there are any trilogies where like the third one is the best. I don't know. Um, yeah, listeners, please let us know because I yeah. can't think of any off the top of my head. I mean, back when Toy Story was supposed to be a trilogy, I know a lot of people loved the third one. I didn't like it as much as the first two. I know a lot I of people. I liked it. I, um, I liked it, but I, I never I, saw I part know. two though, so I don't. I didn't, really? Okay. The yeah, I saw favorite, one actually. and three, and okay. uh, ne- never two. Oh, oh wait, no. Okay, Scary Movie three. That's, that's pretty true. good. That's that. That's I would agree good. with that. Yeah, but um, once again, it did keep going afterwards. It probably shouldn't have, but that's true. It did yeah. keep going, so I don't know. Maybe right. Yeah. I was going to suggest we talk about some favorite, like, foreign horror films, but I don't really feel like coming up with a list on the spot here. So maybe on a different episode, well, yeah, yeah, there's a lot to dig through. Because then it gets into the question of, like, okay, foreign language, does does that include dubbing and, you know, all the Italian horror films? I would assume so. Yeah, Uh, like, do British movies count? Yeah, that that too, stuff like that. Yeah, Um, we'll just stick a little nitty needle in that one (laughs) and come back to it. Stick some scissors in that one, yeah. Yeah, scissors and knitting needles. My God. Mm-hmm. All the weapons in this are, like, very, like, feminine items, you know? Except for the fucking toaster oven. <laughs> well, well, I don't, it, is in a, it is in a kitchen. I mean, It does you know, keep things warm. It incubates them, if exactly. you will. Exactly. 
I, I didn't even think about it until we were just talking about uh, it. But I'm like, oh, interesting <laughs> that all of the weapons are kind of like feminine things. Like, yeah. I was kind of hoping for like a strangulation via Tampax, you know? <laughs> or that might umbilical, be fun. Co- umbilical cord, yeah. right? <laughs> well, now we never saw exactly how she died, and the Im- umbilical cord is out of her stomach at the end. Yeah, so maybe, there we go. maybe she lived through the birth, but then at the end she was like, you know what? I'm just going to strangle you, bitch, because you have made this really tough, and I don't have a face anymore, and I'm, I'm just going <laughs> to strangle you with the umbilical cord. Oh, man. <laughs> This movie's intense. This is a it's really intense movie. Very intense. Yeah. Uh, I remember oh the first time God. I watched this, I liked it, but I was just like, this is a lot. And yeah. watching it now, I'm like, this is brilliant. Like, I love it. It's so And good. I think everything is so, like, poetic almost. And it is. all the little details, even with her just, like, being a photographer, were really smart mm-hmm. and, like, having that works into the story because she could, like, pick up the camera and use it to take pictures and, uh, yeah. like, use it as a flashlight at times. And, like, that's mm-hmm. And as a photographer, like, she's she has that camera with her all the time so that just comes naturally to her she just does it, it you does. know i believe it you know it's i do too really smart it's very smart oh, choices man. here it's tight and compact like it's not mm-hmm. even like 80 minutes long it's like 70 something yeah. minutes long i'm like wow they pack a lot in there they do you know a little bit about all the characters and yeah uh, it it has sort of a when a stranger calls vibe with you know the house mm-hmm. invasion stuff and it's yeah. oh, it's great it's like the best part of when a stranger calls you know that first 20 minutes i don't think we mentioned i don't know what we should call her i'm gonna call her la femme because that's what wikipedia calls her the, the, la the woman femme. but la femme uh we didn't mention her we were talking about favorite female killers but she's, I, yeah she's awesome. and i am she's, ashamed of that because rewatching yeah. this i'm like she's one of the best she's a master of disguise i mean everybody thinks oh, she's yeah. somebody else when they meet her it's ridiculous <laughs> well it's so rude because that guy's just just, <laughs> it's just your mother just like oh you must be her mom i'm like she doesn't even look that old like fuck yeah, you yeah that's I'm like, the I one hope plot you kill point him. yeah <laughs> i'm like just stab him in the face oh good you did yay all right all yeah right. yeah and is he he's like her employer but it seems like maybe he wants to fuck her or he's her gay yeah. best friend. I don't really know what's exactly. up with that. Exactly. Like, yeah. I've, I've always assumed, because his name is Jean-Pierre. Yeah. And I've always just assumed, like, I guess maybe they were maybe fucking? Maybe? Maybe. Maybe yeah. he has a thing for pregnant ladies? I don't know. Yeah. It's like a fetish? It could be. Her, her backstory is interesting because she seems kind of like a thrill seeker too because she's out there apparently mm-hmm. taking pic- pictures of riots which is an interesting plot point this whole movie is taking place during i assume the 2005 uh riots that occurred in france um in multiple places in the country so that's mm-hmm. kind of going on in the background i don't really know if she was trying to say something with that other than it know. keeps the cops kind of maybe more busy because they're having to deal uh, yeah. with that I think that's probably more what it's about. Yeah, yeah. Just to kind of keep them preoccupied. So they're like, oh, well, this gal called, but we didn't right. find anybody. So I guess we're just going to go tend to the riots. And yeah, that's yeah. about it. But it's uh, very smart, though. It It is a good reason as to why the cops aren't really doing their job. <laughs> that, yeah, that's the thing. Like, she, she puts in all these little minor details that you probably don't at least I didn't notice in the first time around so much but like mm-hmm. going back through it's like oh my gosh like really smart little moments like that and oh yeah um, it, it kind of reminds me of the invitation in that way like uh, you watch yeah. that movie the first time and maybe you don't notice so much you watch it again and you're like holy crap like it's really smart like how they did this and this and this and then, um just really well crafted yeah it's um, a brilliant film I mean and 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 that one shot the sh- the shot I didn't pick up on it I, th- I think the first time I watched it, but then someone yeah. told told me, "Did you see the shot where 
Sarah's on the couch and La Femme is behind her and mm. but she's like blending into the background so you don't see her until it's too late and it's fucking brilliant because when you see, when you see it you're like holy shit this is the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life because mm-hmm. it's kind of like that scene in um Halloween where you know she's just discovered all of her dead friends and Michael just kind of slowly comes out from behind her it's just like that and it's so fucking creepy it is like it's super well shot some of the CGI doesn't hold up super well but whatever uh, i'll allow for well, it it's... yeah like i don't think we needed all the cutaways to the baby in her s- stomach yeah, being like oh yeah. what was that noise mommy like right or the, <laughs> the, the dream sequence where she like where she spits like out milk up, and, but then yeah. barfs up a baby and barfs like, up yeah, a baby did we did, did we need <laughs> i mean who hasn't been there it's a very relatable scene yeah <laughs> But, you know, I'll, I'll allow for it. It was 2007. You know, they were experimenting with a lot of things. You know, whatever. Uh, that is such a weird fucking scene. It is. Yeah. And these guys, the, the director, oh. they have good influence, too. I was reading their, like, Wikipedia page, and they're, like, they were influenced by, like, Dario Argento and Roman Polanski and Clive Barker and John Carpenter. I'm like, that's a that's a great group Can of totally see people it. to be, yeah, influenced by. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Like, because you get a lot of the... The shooting reminds me of Argento in some ways, and then mm-hmm. the Polanski stuff comes along with like the uh, paranoia, you know, of oh, yeah. not being believed that there's somebody in her house, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's really and like you said with the Carpenter stuff, the way he shot the um, oh, it's so scary. You know, her hand. So yeah, I totally see all those influence so in this, uh, and it's fascinating. Yeah, that, you like, know, yeah. usually but, when you can actually see the bad guy's face, like it's not as scary to me. Yeah. But it, for some reason, it works in this movie. I don't know why. I think because she's so clearly deranged that you're like, this woman's going to stop at nothing. Yeah. It's pretty dark, like, for, for a good chunk of the movie. And it works. Yeah. Um, because, I, yeah, you, do, you don't see how old she is for a while. Mm-hmm. Like, it's hard to kind of tell. I, and so I could believe maybe him thinking she was her mom, maybe. But it's still kind of a rude, like you said. Yeah, I was uh, like, she doesn't even look that old. Like, stop no. it. Like, what is wrong with you, sir? Yeah, yeah. I need you to leave now. And, you know, of course, when this movie came out, it was pretty controversial. But, I mean, all the films that came out in this new French wave extremity were... At the time, everyone just talked about how gory and bloody and brutal they were. But now, looking back, it's like there's there's this great sort of artistry and poetic sense to Mm -hmm. these movies that you didn't really get in the American extreme films from that era. No. Um, God, no. And this was actually put out by... Our favorite dimension, extreme, extreme. It was because <laughs> oh, the good. first time I watched this was I rented it at Blockbuster, and mm-hmm. they were infamous because they put out the R-rated cut. So I I didn't get to see this in uh, its full gl- glory until I yeah. had to purchase it at the Best Buy, uh-huh. and then I was like, oh my god, they cut like everything out of this movie. It was yeah. unbelievable. I was like, they really butchered this. Yeah. So fuck you, Blockbuster, for taking the R-rated cut. R for rude. Yeah, it was d- definitely controversial, and I think because it revolved around, you know, the the sanctity of the womb and everything, too. It was a very... <laughs> <sighs> Conservatives hated it, and, you know, it... Uh... I'm sure liberals found, found a reason to hate it, too, because... <laughs> it's distasteful. It, and it it's... has two... 
You have two fighting. women going how, against each other. How dare they have these that two women? That never happens in the real world. Yet. I only want to watch films like The Craft Legacy, where girls are just nice to each other the whole they movie. They support and, each other. And there's this evil man who we know nothing about, but he's just evil because he's evil. And the girls are all nice, but I don't want to know anything about them. I just want them to exist. Because if I know things about them, it might not make them likable. And then I'm just really mad. Like, why would you make a woman unlikable? What's wrong with you? What is wrong with you not wanting conflict? I know. I would just advise those people once again to go back and rewatch movies like The Craft and Heathers and watch what happens in those movies. You know, don't just look at it on the surface value and say... Yeah. This is this is about women fighting. What happens at the end of those movies? Does good things happen? Do good things uh, occur from them fighting? I don't no, think so. I there cannot are these see things called consequences that happen yeah. to the characters yeah. for being less than stellar individuals. Okay. Right. I guarantee you, I some 11-year-old girl that. is not watching this and thinking, wow, I'm going to behave this way with my friends because look at all the good things that happened. She ended up in a mental institution. I would love to I end up in a mental institution. Free meals for the rest of my life? What? Yeah. Or I'm Heather's dead. like, oh, I'd love to kill all my friends. Wouldn't that be great? Like... So I'm okay, you know, with a movie like this where... I'm okay with it. You know, I'm I, I'm not going to lose sleep over the fact that we talked about a film about two women, you know, fighting, so... Yeah. I'm not either, because it, I don't... I, well, you know, this movie, the ending, I don't know what it's... Is it an uplifting ending? Because technically, <laughs> she did get what she came for. It's true. It's true. She did Who is win. The real, who's the real villain here? Um... <laughs> I mean, she doesn't really have a face anymore, but she can make yeah. do. <laughs> I, I mean, es- especially these these days. I mean, she'll just have to put on a little face mask and no one will know. And you get the sense that Sarah was responsible for the car wreck initially. Yeah, uh, that's true. Although that is a little bit of a interesting plot point because... I, She's, she's like, oh, well, I didn't know there were any survivors. I'm like, really? Like, she didn't, like, exchange insurance or anything? Like, I, yeah. I guess they told her that there weren't any survivors. I'm like, that's rude. <laughs> that's that's really, really rude. Like, maybe yeah. they thought that La Femme wasn't going to pull through, so they were just like, let's just call this one. She's dead. Yeah. She's yeah. just completely dead. Yeah. Or maybe she climbed out of the car and just, like, ran away at some point. I don't know. Yeah. But that's on her. That's on that's you, on La Femme. Yeah. La Femme. La Femme <laughs> non-Nikita. There we go. <laughs> Uh, another flawed character is that fucking nurse who just <laughs> what's her decides, story what's her story she decides she's just gonna sit down next to sarah and starts like smoking right and talking about how like yeah uh, one of her babies didn't survive on the first time and it, it's just like what the hell she's so weird but then sarah is a little bit of a dick too because she yeah. she just is, is like twat i'm like well that's rude too i mean this is clearly an unstable person <laughs> Who right. is slightly annoying, but she's not yeah. like, you know, really, I mean, she's bothering her, but she's not, she's not really rude. She's just weird. Well, she does, she does make that statement something that's like, you know, for my uh, first kid took like 30 hours and then he was born dead, which is, I mean, that's kind of rude because you're talking to somebody who's pregnant right now. Uh, <laughs> so that's not a good conversation. That guy I've been talking to pregnant <laughs> people wrong my entire life. Uh... It's like, you know your baby might not make it, right? Because that's yeah. what happened to mine. <laughs> like, good luck. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. Merry Christmas. Merry- Happy holidays. <laughs> I We don't know what their religion is either, but I don't know. So, but, no. uh, I don't feel like she has just, one. She's just yeah. dangling by a thread. Yeah. 
an umbilical cord, if you will. <laughs> yeah, just dangling by the umbilical dangling cord. by an umbilical cord. <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> Aren't we in all some right? It, <laughs> this movie's so relatable. It really is. <laughs> it takes so many chances here. Yeah, it's yeah, uh, that's like... that's kind of sets the scene because yeah, they are yeah. at the house like you said, and uh, they she goes to the doctor and gets checked out and everything seems okay for the most part because she of course had this big car wreck with her husband and her husband died um, this yes. was like four months ago and her mom's worried and she calls her mom by her first name for some reason i don't know yeah. that's Louise how you know they're a little estranged yeah yeah well and then so louise her mom is yeah. like hey maybe you can stay with me or like we can have christmas together and she's like i just want to be alone louise you're a and, dog uh, louise you're, yeah, a, you're dog. a dog louise <laughs> no one's coming to your christmas party louise <laughs> and uh and then she 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 goes off to uh to I guess she's working technically because you know she, yeah. she's a f- photographer and she goes to this park to get some pictures with her boss Jean Pierre. Yeah, apparently she and, uh, uh, takes pictures of riots and shit. I'm like, you're a thrill yeah. seeker, girl. You I like know, to... she is like she is like a basic instinct to risk addiction is what she is. <laughs> yeah, and uh, maybe that's why she got in that car wreck because <laughs> she was speeding to get to her next Ooh. assignment. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, that's that. Oh, they should have shown that. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. See, if they had remade this film correctly, they could have just added (laughs) that in and there would be even more delightful stuff. But no, I refuse to watch the remake. Uh, Sorry. Oh, (laughs) I'll get into that shit later. Okay. Okay. Oh, boy. So she goes home and she's just, you know, settling in for a nice little Christmas Eve by herself. She goes in and, Mm -hmm. you know, starts to develop some of her pictures and look at some pictures of her her dead lover and then all of a sudden it's night it's dark and she gets this knock on her door and she's like what the hell is that and it's this woman that's like um so my car broke down and i don't have my phone so could i come in and use your phone to call a mechanic and she's like well my husband is sleeping and he has to work in the morning and stuff and then the woman's like you don't have a husband. He's dead. And she's like, okay, get away from my door, crazy bitch. I'm going to call the police. It's just and the tension. It's so scary. And suspense. Yeah. It's... Because you never see her. You just hear her. It's kind of like yeah. the uh, opening of uh, When a Stranger Calls Back. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. like that, where like you never see the person behind the door. Is she wearing gloves, too? I think she's. I think has she gloves is, yeah. on. So that kind of gives yeah. it you know, kind of a jello a... feel, uh, feel, too. And yeah, it's. Yeah. It's interesting, yeah. And then she hears this this bang, and La Femme is at her back window, and she's just like staring at her, and you and you can't see her because she's just a a creepy silhouette. And so she gets her camera and starts to take pictures, and and you see that it's this woman, and she's just s- s- smoking and stuff. And Doesn't she punch, she like punches the window. She punches one point. the window. Yeah. She's so mad. She wants she's to so get angry. in so badly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so Sarah does the smart thing. She calls the cops. The The cops come. They check everything out. It seems okay. And they leave. Oh, hey, and they're guess like, what? You're they're fine. useless, like usual, right? Yeah. But, I mean, she it, does call them, and they seem to do a decent job. I guess not really I, decent they, enough. They look oh, around a little bit, yeah. That's the thing. There's also a shot, I think, someone told me, where she's talking with the cops, and yeah. you see La Femme walk in through the door 
door while they're all distracted and that's mm-hmm. when she gets gets in so like that's it's all these little tiny touches that they have mm. it's so smart i love it so much and yeah, uh, i like when there's things going on in the peripheral like that yeah you don't, you don't and you see don't them, catch yeah. them the, f- yeah, the first the, time the first time but then yeah. they add up and so they yeah, leave yeah. and they're like if you have another problem call us we might show up i don't know there's all these riots everywhere right and uh, and so she, you know, settles in for the night and, and goes to sleep. And then La Femme walks into her room with a pair of scissors. Oh, this is so fucking and, creepy. Uh, and she just, like, plays with her tummy and then, like, sticks the scissors into her belly button trying to get mm. the baby out. And, of course, that wakes Sarah up. And La Femme's like, oh, shit, now I got to kill her. And so she r- raises the scissors and Sarah kind of ducks a bit, and it slices yeah. into her face, and it, this uh, huge gash on on really good on, makeup, on her face. Makeup work, oh, Mary. It looks it's really so good, believable. Yeah, and also she's wearing this like Victorian garb like thing with these big like sleeves, and I'm like, are you doing some like ritual sacrifice here? Yeah, because she's she's she has on like all black and like a yeah. corset. Yeah, at at first, but the corset comes off pretty soon afterwards, which makes. Right sense because if you're going to chase people around it's just not practical and so sarah manages to escape and lock herself into the bathroom and la Femme is pissed off because she's like oh great you're gonna make this difficult i had other plans tonight like this was only the first thing i had planned <laughs> i had a whole christmas i was gonna go see the nutcracker <laughs> in paris come on <laughs> you know how i love the ballet and uh, uh the sugar plum fairy <laughs> She is my favorite. I love the sounds of the Sugar Plum Fairy. And you have taken it away from me, you bitch. And, and so all of a sudden, there's this noise downstairs. And the front door is opening. Mm-hmm. And she's like, who the fuck is that? And so she goes downstairs, and it's Jean-Pierre. And she's like, oh, hi. And he's like, oh, you must be her mother. I was just here to check on her. It's so nice to meet you. Fucking rude. (laughs) It's so rude. And she's like, okay, well, I just need to keep him at bay and make sure he talks really quietly so Sarah doesn't hear. And so they have a drink. Just kind of, you know, having a nice little Christmas Eve drink. and (laughs) A hot toddy, maybe. Yeah. (laughs) A a nice Julie Harris toddy. Yeah. Yeah. And, um. And so they're talking, and he's like, yeah, there were these pictures that she wanted me to take a look at, because previously, she had blown up some pictures and had seen this creepy face staring at her from the park, which turns out, of course, to be La Femme. So she's been stalking her forever, and he sees the pictures, and he's like, oh, that looks like you. And then all of a sudden, the door opens again, and it's Sarah's mother, and she's like, who the fuck are y'all? And she's like, uh, uh, who are you? And it's like, I'm her mother. And she rushes up the stairs. And so Jean-Pierre's like, uh, I'm going to go see what's happening. So he yeah. follows her up, up the stairs. In the meantime, Sarah thinks that the person coming up the stairs is La Femme. So she gets a knitting needle and prepares herself to stab her in the neck. And she opens the door and stabs her own mother in the neck. <laughs> this is it fucking is tragic. It is. It is so sad ballsy as fuck like i i just would never expect Ugh. something like this in in uh, no and it comes out of nowhere because you just you're watching this and you're like okay what film is this okay it's gonna be like a stranger calls type thing yeah. but like even that didn't get too intense but this no. is just like 
it's it's insane. It just gets crazier and crazier from there on out. But yeah, it it's, is so sad because she loses so many family members. Yeah, and then, and then of course, eventually, her, spoiler, but her own life. But it's right. like she, I mean, she loses her husband, and yeah. she's about she loses her mom, and now she's about to lose Jean Pierre, right? Because he yeah, gets because stabbed to death. Jean Pierre sees this, and he's like, "What the hell is this?" And then here comes La Femme with a trusty pair of scissors. Mm-hmm. She stabs him through the fucking leg, not even in yeah. the leg, through the leg, and then stabs him in the face, in the crotch. I mean, everywhere. Yeah, and then like yeah. slits his throat, and then he's still alive, and she drags him down the stairs, and he grabs her, so she takes a pillow, pillow and yeah. sticks it on his face, and then stabs him in the face with the scissors mm-hmm. through the pillow, and then he's finally dead. Thank God. I mean, Lord. Yeah. And uh, and then she goes back upstairs, and and she's like, "All right, get out of here, you bitch!" And she starts to stab the door with the scissors and all this crazy stuff. <laughs> Yeah, you know, people um, just always sort of uh, attack these films for being, you know, too violent and everything. But uh, yeah. to some degree, people don't always, you know, die right away. In fact, Mm-mm. you know, we're we're we've been uh, conditioned to like survive really harsh conditions and like yeah. you know, having limbs cut off and everything else. So it's like mm-hmm. I think we're just used to watching horror films where like somebody gets poked and they're dead. You know, it's like yeah, uh, the, people can survive some of like later on this the dude with the flare gun thing. We'll talk about him, but yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a kind of a weird scene, but it's yeah, weird, um, yeah. yeah. So like, she tries to get back in, and then Sarah punches the window, not not the window, the mirror, and gets a shard of glass. So now she's got a weapon, and so she's about to, you know, make her move again, and then once again, there's a knock at the door, and she's like, "Motherfucker, <laughs> I have one job, and you keep distracting me." Mm-hmm. And it's the police because they're just yeah. in the neighborhood. They want to check on Sarah oh, we, and stuff. Did we did we talk about the cat or is that after? This? I didn't want to talk about the cat. Okay, it well, me. it's it's sad. It's, <laughs> it's so sad. Sorry, what did but... the cat do to you, LaFemme? It's pretty sad. She just kind of snaps its neck, and uh, at least it's yeah. fast and quick. But it's, it's so yeah. sad. She kills the damn cat too. Yeah, because the cat doesn't even like scream or anything. It's just kind of like no. Dead. Um, I'm like, first of all, you have freakishly strong hands apparently yeah, because yeah. that. I don't think that's possible. I don't know. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to find out if it is because it just makes me sad. And mm. we forgot to mention that her water's already broken. <laughs> right. This entire movie. Yep. Yep. <laughs> this entire film. And what I do love is that this whole film kind of takes place in like real time. So yeah. mm-hmm. it, it it's got this sort of kinetic kind of energy. And uh, and so the p- police are downstairs again. Oh, the and, fucking Barney Fife police. Oh, they're yeah. so fucking stupid. And they have mm-hmm. this guy that they've arrested, and he's in the back seat, and yeah. he's just complaining the whole damn time. So, because th- there's like, wait, th- 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 there's like three of them, right? Or something, or two of them? Yeah, yeah, there's three cops. Yeah, and two yeah, of them co- come two in. Two of them come in first, yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, interesting that you're not pregnant. We thought you were pregnant, and that's what sets her off. And nobody questioned the fact that she's again wearing this like 17th century colonial garb, no. but whatever. No. <laughs> it's 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 Christmas, baby. You know. <laughs> and then so they go upstairs, and um, well, one of them goes upstairs to check on Sarah, and the other stays behind and gets yeah. a knitting needle in the eye. Not pleasant. 
not play. I, I've heard. I've never experienced I, yeah, it. I've, but. I haven't experienced it. I hope I don't. But, you know, I would assume it's not great. No. And uh, and La Femme takes the gun and she goes upstairs and blows the other policeman's head clean off, which Ugh. splatters Sarah with all this blood. It's fucking gross and awesome. <laughs> it's like and a fucking geyser. <laughs> it comes out of nowhere, too. Yeah. And then at some point, she just, like, makes a hole in the door with the scissors because she's so mad. And the cops that are in there, that are in the the car, are like, oh, shit, I just heard a gunshot. Let's go Mm -hmm. in. But, hey, guess what, prisoner in the backseat? You're coming with, but you're staying handcuffed. It's like, I don't even know if that's a thing. Like, would they do that? slave labor for this guy yeah. they, and he like makes him go in and do all this shit and I'm like he's so I don't think you rude can do that. it's like can you please just uncuff me it's like shut the fuck up dude and do what I say I'm like rude yeah. okay it's like I don't want to be here I don't want to be here I'm like I don't either yeah I mean I yeah. totally get it and so they go in and at some point Sarah tries to reach through the hole in the door and La Femme stabs her hand with the scissors and like nails it to the wall Oh, she gets put put through the ringer here. Yeah. Oh, and like they come in and like take it off of her of her hand. And then as they're trying to help her and and, sh- and she's at this point just like this crazy mess cuz she's just like I killed my mommy. I killed my mommy. And then La Femme cuts the electricity and they're in the dark and they have to use a flashlight and they're trying to make it through and Sarah just kind of goes a little nuts and she just sort of stays behind and walks into her bedroom and just lays down and is like, I really hate my life. This is the worst Christmas ever. <laughs> She's just like, g- well, second worst. <laughs> there was that one. I time. mean, <laughs> she really just like disassociates completely. And it's just like in a trance. Yeah. She's just mm-hmm. like staring at the wall. Like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. And in the meantime, La Femme pops out and kills the cop and then stabs the prisoner in the head with the scissors. Yeah, it's kind of like a much better version of that cop scene from Scream 4 where, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because they don't say, fuck you, Bruce Willis. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. There's some actual tension in this scene. It's amazing how great a scene can be when someone doesn't say, fuck you, Bruce Willis. (laughs) Right. And you realize just how scary she is because the guy doesn't even really fight back. He's just, like, no. frozen in fear as she takes the scissors and, like, puts it into, you know, his head. Because it's, she looks nuts. She looks genuinely she's nuts. fucking crazy. Like, who says women I mean, can't be scary? Like, feminism. Yeah. Come on. This is a feminist film, okay? I, I will go so. to my grave defending it. So, ha-ha. So. Yeah. And uh, after she's done with them, she goes back upstairs and she like gets on top of Sarah and is like molesting her. I think it's a fuck. Yeah. Okay. He, he she wants to be inside her. That's where the, oh, the title comes from, right? <laughs> yes. Oh, maybe. He's got a little know. crush. He's got a little girl crush. She's like, you know what? You're actually a nice little fighter. It's kind of turning me on. It's like she goes to kiss her, and then Sarah like bites off her lip. And- <laughs> Yeah, this is where Sarah like gets bitch. her, like, second, third, fourth wave of yeah. strength here. And, yeah, exactly. fight, puts up a little bit of a fight here. And uh, she runs into the kitchen. It's like, <laughs> but why Why didn't she run out the front door? That is my question. Oh, here. that's always the horror movie question, I right? Know. Yeah, I was like, just yeah. run outside. Like, yeah. come on. But I, I don't know. Maybe the rest of her block is, like, vacationing somewhere. I don't know. Right. But and, it gives uh, us our fav- my favorite scene in the movie where yes, th- toaster decides- to the head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, first she takes the scissors and she's like, "Well, I'm gonna hold my own baby blackmail," which a yeah. ridiculous. And La like, Femme is just stab like, it. 
Lefemme is just like this fucking bitch. Like she's not gonna do anything. Yeah. So she grabs the cord <laughs> she for the, the toaster fucking toaster, her and she like swings it. Yeah, she swings it across the room at her while holding the cord and just like yeah. it's, it's it's fucking crazy. It kind it's of hilarious. Crazy it's town. Great. And so now Sarah's on the floor and she can't breathe because I guess like she's like knocked some important vital part of her out. I don't know. Yeah, they don't. It's, yeah. And so she has to. Um. So like she's kind of useless and Lafemme kind of takes it in a bit too much she's getting a little too cocky mm-hmm. and she's like I'm just gonna whip out a cigarette and enjoy my little victory lap mm-hmm. and she bends down and Sarah gets like this can of like I don't know if it's like Pam or like aerosol or something aerosol I think yeah and, and she holds it in front of the cigarette when she lights it and blows Lafemme's fucking face off <laughs> like, <it's... laughs> and so she goes like stag- staggering back back like wah as yeah, one yeah, would yeah. and sarah gets a needle and pokes her herself in the throat to yeah, like that's ridi- she gives herself a fucking tracheotomy like yeah. hey that shit is fucking dangerous um it's like were you a nurse before you became a photographer how do you even know how to how to do that because i'm gonna tell you yeah. if i tried to do that shit to myself i would just die uh yeah y'all go watch the haunting of julia i think i mentioned it yeah one of my uh, because that's how that movie begins like mm-hmm. a mom trying to give her daughter a tracheotomy and that ultimately yeah. kills her it's like this shit work. is dangerous but okay i guess i'll allow for it in this movie you know she um uh, she gets the tr- tracheotomy and wraps herself up and then is like you know what i'm i'm gonna grab this kitchen knife but yeah. that's not good enough i'm gonna attach it to this pole and make a spear because she's also <laughs> fucking MacGyver. And yeah. she's like, I got my weapon now. I'm going to protect my baby. And she's getting really cocky, too. Th- this is the problem. They get cocky. And then this is when shit goes down. So she goes to find La Femme, who's in a corner, you know, losing her religion. And uh, <laughs> she and needs she's a like mask crying. so she can, she can be like Miranda Otto from uh, Annabelle Creation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So these are a little Phantom of the Opera mask, <laughs> yeah. and and she's um and she's crying and all like oh my face is off and uh, and then one of the cops just like pops back back up and has turned on the power again. Yeah, I don't know what's happening, but his this eyes officer. are like demonized now. Yeah, because he got shot with a flare gun, so like and, he's blind, and but he's basically a zombie as well. So he's like stumbling around. And it makes no sense. It makes if no this sense. film so has a flaw, it's this entire scene because then he just charges at Sarah and kicks yeah. her in the stomach. So this geyser of blood comes out of her coochie and just falls on the floor. <laughs> it's so fucking. Gross. It's so gross. <laughs> it happens so fast that you're like, "What the like, fuck? Just what happened? is happening? Like, Did she uh, just miscarry? What's going on?" Yeah, and then Le Femme is pissed off because you know I mean this is the goods here and so again she, she is missing the, the whole first act of the Nutcracker you know she's got <laughs> yeah, she's like the curtains in thirty minutes I need yeah. my baby it was and... a matinee performance and now the whole <laughs> evening is shot <laughs> she stabs him with Sarah's little knife spear yeah and kills him and then Sarah's like oh shit I think I'm having the baby and she like crawls up the stairs and it's like I, maybe I should just try to get to the bed you know so at least I can be a little bit more comfortable and Lafemme is like okay we can do this together this will be fine teamwork yes. and, sisterhood and, and, so, <laughs> and so she she grabs the scissors and just starts cutting into her belly and okay, Sarah's but screaming the, like crazy the build up is almost more like 
uh, first of all, you knew the whole movie like this was going to happen, or oh, like yeah. this. Yeah. She wanted she wanted this to happen. You you thought that mm-hmm. maybe Sarah would get away, but yeah. it doesn't happen. Uh, oh, no. But just the whole build up to that scene where she's like cutting off the the shirt that she's wearing. It's uh, really slow, tracing it along, and you're just like, like oh, this oh, is no. not going to happen, right? This is not going to happen. It fucking happens. It's, yeah, you're like she's gonna like punch him in the face and get away or yeah. something. Yeah, but no, no, she slices into her stomach and and Sarah's just screaming like out. "mommy, mommy" the whole time. It's and disturbing. It's and bl- real bl- fucked up. Blood is just like flowing down the <clears throat> stairs like it's like uh, a river. Gallons of yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the amount of blood they must have used on this set. My God, I can't even yeah. imagine. And yeah. uh, and then it kind of fades to black, and it's really calm. Mm-hmm. And then you see that La Femme now has the baby, and she goes mm-hmm. and she sits down in a nice rocking chair and just cradles the baby as we cut to uh, Sarah, who is now completely dead on the stairs. Mm-hmm. Cesarean Sarah, if you will. Yeah, <laughs> Cesarean Sarah. <laughs> That's what her friends call her. And La, La Femme finally got what she wanted. She got it. Yeah, it's... <sighs> That's How do you read ending. this ending? Like you said, isn't it? <laughs> she got it. It's not really a happy ending. It's not really a sad ending. It's just kind of, yeah. um, well, that she got what she wanted. And uh, she. And it's not like there weren't consequences. You know, she's going to walk around now with this face and yeah. just the realization that she did all these shitty things, which right now in the moment, I don't think bugs her too much. But I think after mm-hmm. a while, she might look back and be like, oh, maybe that I, I went a little overboard with that. Yeah, it's like, I wonder what's going to happen when the baby turns 18 and is like, I don't want to be around you anymore, mommy. And it's like, do you know what I did for you? Right. Do you have any idea? <laughs> like, that's going to be... I want an inside too. That's what I want. I was in labor for... Oh, your mom was in labor for, <laughs> for 20 hours before I killed her. Come on. Oh, that would be great. And she just has on a mask now forever. Oh, yeah, that'd be so yeah. good. I don't that's need another need reboot. Now. I just need a sequel. Like, that's... No. And that's yeah. the thing. Like, stop yeah. rebooting it. Stop, re- stop your reboots don't watch and the stop... Remake. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I don't want it's to. It's so but... bad. It is <laughs> okay. terrible. It's like... What the remake does is essentially just turn it into a Lifetime film. Like, mm. the perfect example is... When she first walks in to take away the baby while the Sarah character is sleeping, she gives her an IV drip. She's going to make it as painless as humanly possible. She's very considerate. She's very polite. And I had a problem with that. I was like, no, this is supposed to be a crazy, unstable human and... I don't buy this. I think LaFilm dies at the end and Sarah doesn't. Ugh. I'm pretty sure if, if I'm remembering correctly. That's unfortunate. This is I not don't care for it. I don't think this is a movie that really lends itself to being remade in, in general. No. Um, we don't usually do a very good job with remaking foreign horror mm-hmm. films. You know, every once in a while, like The Ring is good, but yeah. that's almost because it did its own thing and. Uh, it was just a whole different beast, but like mm-hmm. I haven't seen a good French remake that's been good. Uh, no, but yeah, it's it's just a great movie. Um, it's so good. Yeah, a lot of metaphors with like the the mom stuff and how hard it is to be a mom. Shout out to all of our mom listeners. You guys oh, yeah. have the hardest job in the world, and you know it's superheroes. Uh, it's very transgressive and makes a lot of bold choices, which we always appreciate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would always watch a bold choice, even if I don't like it necessarily than something that's just yeah. really boring you know um, like even the uh zombie cop like i think it's kind of a dumb scene but yeah. hey they went for it 
It has a great <laughs> score too. Um, I didn't mention that, but um, yeah, it's very subtle. It's kind early of early on. Like... There's like this kind of piano melody thing going on, and then mm. that kind of starts to go away a little bit, and you get more of like yeah. the synthy type stuff every once in a while, and then it like slowly. I feel like by the end of it, there's not much score at all. So it's interesting Mm-mm. that it kind of goes backwards with that, where you you yeah. get more score early on, and then it kind of starts to fade out as her life is ending i guess i don't know it's just so smart and it's just it's quick it's to the point it's thrilling it's chilling yeah i give it a thumb up thumb yeah uh but i don't like that there was a child in jeopardy (laughs) that bothers me too much too much people can't handle that we can handle everything else in this movie but not that (laughs) It started so suspenseful, and then there was a child in Jeopardy, and I said, no, Gene, I'm out. <laughs> uh, I give it two scissors up. Two scissor blades. so good. It is. Uh, I can't think of anything else to say about it other than... I can't yeah. either. I just want everybody to watch it. I, I, I don't know where people can, because I think the DVD is maybe out of print now. Yeah, I, that's a good and, point. Because uh, I, I, I got a Blu-ray. I think it's a Spanish Blu-ray, but it's all region, I think. So, right. It's hard to track down um yeah this was the first time i actually watched it with the dub usually i watch it in french i mean it's, it's yeah. a pretty decent dub yeah. it's um, not a bad dub yeah uh, internet says you can rent it on apple tv it's four dollars though uh worth it's it. on amazon and but otherwise yeah it's kind of hard to track down so sorry about that but it's worth it it's totally it's, worth it's, it do we have some overlooked gems for today oh well mine is demonoid I don't know if you've ever even heard of this one. I have heard of it, but I have not seen it. It is uh, Samantha Egger stars Mm -hmm. as a woman whose husband is digging into the mines of Mexico and discovers this ancient something or other that includes this hand that's been lopped off. And this hand attaches itself to a host and forces it to commit violent acts. And so it's a movie about basically a possessed hand and it is ridiculous and I love every second of it. I believe it's on either like Shudder or Amazon Prime and I highly recommend it because it is so dumb and you will laugh, you'll cry, you'll snort, you'll <laughs> pee. I don't know. You'll do everything. It's it's a film for every occasion. <laughs> Perfect. I don't know why it's a Christmas movie, but it is to me for some reason. It, I don't know. I okay, think yeah, I watched I, it when it was around Christmas time, I guess. I don't know. Sure. It's the reason for the season, right? Yeah. It is. It is. A possessed hand. Yeah. Um, I'll give a shout out to another French film from this era, uh, Trouble Every Day, which I just saw recently. Um, it is... You got the scientist, Shane Brown, who's played by Vincent Gallo, and he's neglecting his new bride, uh, played by played by Trisha Vesey. So they go, and they go on this honeymoon. I think it's Paris, if I recall. And uh, he has the secret where, while they're there, he's trying to hunt down this old colleague of his. Um, and this colleague lives with a wife who has a big, dark secret. Spoiler, it's cannibalism. And... Uh, it's a really fucked up movie, like like um, this one is. It's just really visceral and really tactile shit. I've heard people kind of complain because there's a lot of backstory that you never really get a lot of info about. But also right. there's enough little context clues like in this movie that you can sort of piece together why these things are happening. Uh, but I know people don't like to think when they watch horror, right? You know, who wants yeah. that? But, oh, my uh, God. Put on my Those people. Hat. Yeah. But, yeah, I just really enjoyed it. There's a lot of good, like performances and practical effects and really uh, there's not a, it's not like inside so much as you know you get all these scenes where 
blood and guts, everything. But the moments that it does have are really striking and they really grab you. Um, because outside of that, it's kind of just this drama thriller of like trying to find out the mystery, what's going on. But then you get these really, really fucked up moments. And you're like, holy shit. Like, this is a lot. Um, yeah, really good though. That's the best uh, kind of horror to me. That's the best. The best part of waking up is cannibalism uh. in your <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm sorry. It works. It works. Yeah. <laughs> what else? Uh, some shout outs to a couple of Patreon listeners. Uh, two Justins who have been really supportive of us. Justin Weir, who has been awesome and he shares all of our stuff on Twitter, which, mm-hmm. yes, we have a Twitter account. We never post on it other than I post like when we post the episode. That's about it. Um, yeah. Sorry about that. We, I mean, we both hate Twitter's Twitter. Tough. So. It's just tough to do because no one cares on Twitter. <laughs> I hate it. A lot of people seem to love it. They're constantly posting on it, and good for yeah. you, but I hate it. I truly I despise it. it. Uh, yeah. Find us on Instagram. That seems to be where yeah. we're like the most thrive. And Facebook. We're yeah, much more fun too. on there. Yeah. 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 Um, and then Justin Nordell, who, big horror fan, um, has done a lot of great work film programming in Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. I think Philadelphia. Uh, he has seen more movies than like pretty much anyone I know. Go follow Justin on Letterboxd. He has really good oh, taste. Yeah. He has like something like. 12,000 some films logged on there right now and he watches like everything I often go on his account just to see like should I watch this movie like what did Justin think of this Um, (laughs) it helps me kind of sort out some things Um, yeah both both great Justins thank you both for supporting us we love you we love you um yeah so we got two two more weeks left yeah it's a weird five Tuesday so we'll tell you what we're covering next week tomorrow look at our uh normal social media feed that's where we usually post we have a couple other surprises coming up too um i guess i shouldn't tell you too much about it but uh we are going to be collaborating with some you know people and uh that's right taylor swift um she decided to say (laughs) i want those homos on haunted hill (laughs) Uh uh-huh which you know yeah as always you can leave us a review on itunes if you want please be nice um most of you have been thank you yes Uh, thank you so much it really does mean a lot you can follow us on facebook and twitter and instagram in the meantime you know hide your scissors uh, no hide them please (laughs) because you never know who's gonna be lurking around smoking their cigarettes you never fucking know. La Femme is still out there, folks. She, she is. <laughs> sometimes she just got to scratch that itch, you know? She, she wants to kill again, so you never know when she's going to pop up. She knows when you've been sleeping. She knows when you're nice. She, when you... she <laughs> Or whatever the fuck. How, how does that even go? I don't know anymore. I sees you when you're sleeping. Which, she yeah, she does. It, it's a pretty creepy song to come to think about it. It is yeah, actually probably. really creepy, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, terrifying. La Femme is Santa Claus for a new generation. Mm, I think so. Yeah. La Femme de Crampos. Yeah. <laughs> Coming soon to a Walmart bargain bin near you. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, happy holidays. <laughs> happy holidays. Bye. Bye.